Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey mama, your work life can get better. In fact, you deserve to love your job. I know that can be hard for a lot of folks, for a lot of us. I'm going to share a story with you in a little bit about a job that I had that was absolutely miserable, um, where I was miserable and completely joyless. And in fact, some days afraid to go into the office. Um, But you know, that changed for me. And I think it can change for you too, if you are not loving your job. What I found is one of the most important reasons why we feel all crunchy, angry, and frustrated about our jobs is that it, they are not aligned to our values. When the work you do is not aligned to your values, it can really bring you down. It can cause you to feel stress. It can cause you to be frustrated. When your work is just a paycheck, it can really start to make you feel like that, like it's just a paycheck and you're spending all this time for nothing except for money, which I mean, money is important. Don't get me wrong. We all got to eat. But because work for most of us is the singular activity we do, like, I mean, if you're working 40 hours a week, right, most of us work more than that. Um, you're probably sleeping just a little bit more than that each week, right? If you're lucky, if you're getting your eight hours, but most of us are probably getting five to six hours, right? So work might be the singular activity you spend the most time at. And if it is not an activity that is bringing you joy, then it's, you got to change something, right? You just spend way too much time at work for it to be the thing that makes you unhappy. And first I want to say that if you need a plan to leave your current job, then make one. I know that that sounds, that's easier said than done, but make one and be okay with the fact that it might take 12, 18, 24 months, but making your plan is going to make you feel better than if you're just going in day after day, frustrated, upset, and angry, especially if you're in a toxic work environment, you have to make a plan so that you can get out of it. I was once in a very toxic work environment. So I'm speaking from experience here. I had a horrible boss. She was unsympathetic. She was always trying to gaslight me, uh, throw me under the bus. Like she would make mistakes and then make it look like it was me. Uh, She would never, ever congratulate me on any of the work that I do. And I'm one of those people, like, I don't like a lot of praise. It actually makes me uncomfortable. But, you know, when I do a good job, at least recognize it and then maybe give me some constructive criticism so I know I can get better. Once I asked her for constructive criticism and she said, well, I like your hair. You like my hair? Like, really? I mean, this was, it was insane. (laughs) It was an insane place to work. And I wasn't happy. I was stuck and I couldn't see a way out. I was also afraid about what would come next. Um, I was basically hating my life there, but I didn't know how to get out or what I could do to change things. But I did know that I needed to move past that place. I also knew that it wasn't going to happen right away. 
I did ultimately part ways with that job, but the full story for that is another day. I will share the full story another day. What I want to share with you now is what I did between the time of leaving that job and realizing that I really had to make a change um, so that I could find some joy even before moving on, despite being in that toxic environment. The first thing that I did was I realized it was her and not me. Then I let go of the idea of changing her and trying to please her and trying to alter how she felt about me. And I started worrying about myself, right? In these dark times, we can sometimes start to question ourselves and our purpose. And that's what I did. I really started to question myself. And so I said, hey, Whitney, pause. Are you doing a good job? If so, like by your standards, by the standards of your colleagues, then that's going to be enough. And that can sometimes be hard to do, but I think that's a lesson that I learned when I used to do CrossFit. Yes, I used to CrossFit regularly. In fact, I'm a trained coach. Some people know, some of you guys know that I had a gym before. But anyway, when you are weightlifting, which is a very important part of the CrossFit regimen, um, when you're weightlifting, right, with a with a barbell, every time you step up to that barbell to lift weight, it's really about you and how much weight you can lift. Can you lift more than the time before? Um, They call it a PR, a personal record. And every day you go in, you're working for your PR, for your personal record, not for to beat the person next to you, right? And it really helps you to focus in on yourself and what you can do to get better. And then it helps you to monitor yourself actually getting better. So, I mean, I applied some of that, some of that thought process to my job. I said, okay, it's not about her and what she thinks clearly. If all she can talk about is my hair, when I'm asking for constructive feedback, then I need to find another way. Right. And so it really became about me understanding whether or not I felt like I was delivering how I should deliver. And that's something that I carry to this day that I think helps us all to understand, you know, based on our own belief about ourselves, how we're doing. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday, at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life. Head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. Then I started to really think about, okay, what can I get out of this job, right? I am clearly giving everything to the point of making my life miserable here. What can I get back out of this job? And I really started to think about my passions and my values. And my passions are really around traveling and helping women. So I started to look for ways that I could fuel those passions and align my purpose where possible to my work. It was hard, right, because it wasn't so obvious and I had to get creative. The travel part wasn't so hard, right? I was able to travel. The job, part of the job was traveling a lot. And so I got to travel. But what I did change about the travel was rather than traveling, going to the meeting, going to the hotel, going to the meeting, going to the hotel, I made sure to make some time and space so that I could go and, you know, see the sights and enjoy the food. If I was going to be at a place for two days, then rather than spending those full two days in meetings in the hotel, I always made sure to schedule at least a break for me to be able to go out and explore whatever city I was in. And that made a difference, right? I stopped worrying about whether or not I was... Uh, working all the time and instead said, I need to pause and enjoy some of this travel because it's starting to wear me out and my boss doesn't care. Like once I flew to Japan for the day, like literally got in a plane, flew to Japan, was there for maybe 14 hours and flew back. And the next day I felt, as you might imagine, insane. I 
called, I emailed her and said, you know, I don't feel so great. I'm going to work from home today. And she said, you can take a sick day or you can come in. Like, where is the compassion? Where's the empathy? Pilots don't even fly that much. So anyway, I mean, it was a crazy place. But I said, you know, I need to pause and enjoy some of this travel. And then I said, what else? Because that's going to be fun, but it's not going to be enough. Like, where can I start to really feel like my soul is being replenished? And that came with being able to support other women. Like, I really feel like my purpose on earth here is to support other women, especially working mamas. Um, And so I started to look for ways that I could engage with this. Um, I looked around my company and asked myself, is there anyone I could help or mentor? And there were some junior girls that I could spend some time with, junior women, I guess, you know, they were newer to their career than I was. And I was like, I can spend some time with them and help them, right, to to provide them whatever type of mentorship or guidance that they want or that they need. I also realized when I traveled that I could just listen to the stories of other women that I worked with. And listening to their stories, I think, helped them, right? Because it's just, I don't know, the solidarity in that. But it also helped me. And I also started a blog. It was essentially the predecessor for the Savvy Working Mom, but I started a blog where I could start to share all of this. And, you know, I found enough joy in doing those things and really taking time to enjoy the travel and supporting the women that were around me and hearing the stories of women and starting this blog that I I got through until I found something new. And when I found something new, I made sure that it was aligned to my values. And that is something that... I think is very important. I looked around the company during the interview process and I asked questions like, you know, what are your beliefs about uh, personal development? How do you grow your people? What do you think, how does your company interact with the world, right? Like kind of some very hefty questions in a way, but ones that just helped me to understand whether or not this was a place that was going to be good for me. And ultimately it was great for me. So I just want to go through and reiterate what I did, right? I got clear on what I wanted. I refined my purpose and started to think about what I can do that would align with that. Then I made a plan to figure out what was next. Even if that what was next might be 18 months out, it helps. Once I was in a new job, I started looking for ways to support women through employee research groups and mentoring, the same as before. But also, you know, before taking that next job, I made sure to ask questions to make sure that it was a job that was going to be aligned with what I want in life. And I continue to feel my spirit through blogging, which ultimately has evolved here to the savvy working mom. Yeah. And once I was better able to align my job to my passions and my purpose, I felt a lot better about the ridiculous amount of hours I work. And I, but the thing is, I really like my job, right? I enjoy what I do. And I know that what I do ultimately is helping other people travel. It is helping women to grow. And that is a pretty good feeling, even on the worst days. Here's the thing, though. One thing I want to share is that once you understand how much more joy you can have when your work is aligned with your purpose and your values, you might be struggling with how you can raise the standard you have for the people around you so that you can change your life. I'll be talking about that over the next few weeks. In the meantime, you can check out my Instagram at the Savvy Working Mom. And if you're looking for a better way to take care of yourself, I just released an easy to follow self-care workbook that will help to revive you on your terms with the time you have. The best part is it's only seven bucks. So normally I would sell this for 42. Um, but considering everything going on in the world right now, I really want mamas to be able to access it with no fear or guilt about purchasing it. So please go ahead. You can check it out at 10minutereboot.com forward slash reboot. I'll put the link in the show notes. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. 
Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.